Hi, it's Matt Lockwood and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Oi, oi, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is episode eight of the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, Southstand chum, bearded wizard, <laughs> Mr. Paul Levy. Welcome back, everybody, to episode eight. Thank you for joining us. It's great to have you with us uh, on this epic podcast, what we think is epic. Yeah, just there's... the amount of stuff that's been going on this last few days. There's absolutely so much to fit in. Um, again, it's been a crazy week it in has. the world of Leighton Orient. Too many opinions. Cup Dividing giants. opinions. Leighton Orient. Yeah. yeah, cup giant slayers, cup, cup killers. Um, yeah, thank you to everybody who's been in touch with us and engaged with us on the Twitter. Yeah, um, we had a, a phenomenal... Yeah, we have. Absolutely phenomenal yeah, response to episode seven. Loads of great feedback. Yeah. Our best listening numbers yeah. ever. Thank um, you. So thank you for listening to it. Thanks again to Matt Lockwood for coming. Yeah, uh, top man. For the interview. That. that was fantastic. And loads of feedback. So, Mr. Levy, shall we, uh, shall we crack on? Because we, we have loads to cover. So, reviews for episode... Seven? Absolutely. Um, so, John Mackey, can't read out what your exact wording was, but you thought it was very, very, very good. Excellent. Three thumbs up from you. Thanks, mate. Yep. Appreciate that. Thanks for listening. Pete Hope at Hopeboy291 said, Ty lads, really enjoyed listening. Coming from two genuine fans. Such good memories of Lockie and John Mackey. Yeah, which is great. And um, at Dave Reichard 80 really enjoyed the last podcast. Keep it up, guys. All Orient fans should follow at Orient Outlook and listen to the podcast. Highly entertaining and good, honest opinions. Thanks, David. Thanks for that. It's nice one, yeah. Couldn't put it that better myself. <laughs> uh, Pandemonium1881. So great to hear the legend that is lucky speak about some great moments. Cannot wait for the full interview. Great podcast Thanks. as well. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, if you listen tonight, you'll hear him speak about that that fantastic, goal. That goal. That goal at yeah, Hull. The one that the he's remembered for. So, you know, if you're not impressed by the first two minutes, 36 seconds of this podcast, stay tuned because uh, <laughs> yeah. it gets better. It gets better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vince at VinnieH73. Great podcast, guys. Thought the ratings from Saturday's game were a bit kind. Yeah. Fair well, enough. Possibly. I think I was maybe a bit generous in some. Some people think that. That's fair enough. Absolutely. I've called that's it what, as I saw what it's it. About. It's, you know, no one's wrong, no one's right. It's, Absolutely. It's, you know, everyone's good. Uh, John Boy at SXO said, well done on an outlook. Andy Tenmess, our fellow uh, podcasters, yeah, uh, enjoyed your pods while on holiday. Have subscribed and will continue to listen. Keep up the good work. Thanks, mate. Yeah. We love the other podcasts as well. They're all a great source of information, aren't they? I think uh, and Tenmess I, I, and Ramble. Right, yeah, absolutely. It's a shame that Whips Cross um, stopped doing it, um, but you know because they had a slightly different. Yeah, view I'm sure. To, I'm sure they'll be back in time. To be fair, yeah, and and let's hope they are. But it's great because they're, they're, all the podcasts are really, really different. Yeah. Now, moving on from that... Well, episode seven, we gave our opinions on a few varied subjects. So we yeah. gave our opinion on Jamie Jones and at Josh Pavitt um, had his opinion, said he hasn't got an issue with Jamie Jones after you said you wouldn't clap him in the last episode. Yeah, remember I did, that? yeah. Just because I don't like him. <laughs> Still won't clap I don't him. remember saying that, but I did say you it. You did say yeah. it. Um, it's on iTunes and SoundCloud. If it you is need there. To, uh, yeah, that. no, there is history uh, of that. He comes up from that way, so he obviously wanted to be near his family. And obviously the uh, extra couple hundred quid, I'm sure he's probably getting it. A couple of grand, probably. probably. Handy. Yeah, but it wasn't so much that he moved there for his family, and that's that's fine. I have no problem with that. It was, I think, it was more the fact that the tone of his parting comments yeah, was more that that's what got you, he thought he thought he was too Better, good for yeah. us, and he thought he was joining Championship elect Preston. Which you know, I've seen, that which he, I've seen he felt it was almost a given that Preston would go up because they're such a big club. Now, granted, all right, you want to big the club up, but you have to be careful what you're saying because of how you're perceived. Absolutely, we also gave our opinions on the back four in yeah. episode seven, we and did. Kevin. Carter at Finance Kev said, I just listened and agree that yesterday's back four is the preferred choice and the goalkeeper is a worry. His distribution and catch are not great. Mm. So when he says yesterday, he means the Wolfsall game. Yeah. So we still think that at the moment, Russ is confident in the back four from last season, which is Imo, left back. Yeah. Clark Baldry, centre. Yeah. And Scotty C. And the right back. Right back. But, you know, time will tell. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, and at Janine Edelman, uh, me and Mr A totally agreeing with your comments regarding the keeper and the back four. Yeah, well, Good. the keeper's still uh, a discussion, and it even is. more so after the Villa game, Yeah, uh, which we'll come to shortly. Shortly, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll follow up with that. Yes. Um, fan, you want to do the Facebook group? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, 
we mentioned it last week, but there's three fantastic groups on Facebook worth following. There's the Fantastic O's Facebook group, which is just great for kind of debates and opinions (coughs) on the O's. The Stand Up for the Orient Facebook group that I thought would just be about Stand Up for the Orient, but I mean that's it's again another brilliant Facebook group. Loads of stuff on there, and also mentioned last week, come on you O's or C O Y O S away days, and again just contacts. For your, the Orient family, really, you know. Yeah, it's a great way. Going we? up together and saving money and yeah. meeting people. Car sharing. Alliances, yeah, fantastic, you know. If it makes more fans go to away games for Orient, then, then everyone's a winner. And again, it's people like us and them doing it off their own back, you know. We don't Absolutely. get paid to do Orient Outlook, they don't get paid to do that. No, if anything, it costs us to do this because obviously all the stuff we need to, yeah, to well, get to do it. So, and obviously, But we love you know, doing it. So well, it's, and we love it's worth Orient, it. You know, um, so. Absolutely. So, so great. if you're not already aware of those, there's a Fantastic O's Facebook group, S-U-F-T-O um, and C-O-Y-O-S Away Days. So yeah, get so following those. Um, you ask to follow, you get approved. It's not a problem. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, um, it, just, just get involved, really. Um, Absolutely. Now, we had an email earlier this week uh, from a chap called Chris Wood, who moved to Alberta, Canada, 32 years ago. Chris, thanks for getting in touch with us. Absolutely, um, Chris, what, thanks very much. What, what you said was, was really quite hitting the nail on the head for us. What we're trying to do is, for people that can't get down to Orient, if you live outside the area or you can't afford to get the train down because you live out the area or indeed if you're abroad and you know getting a flight across every fortnight isn't exactly um well, ideal or doable option, is it at all so he said he started watching orient in 1966 to 67 that season uh through to 1980 to 81 mate me and you've just been born yeah absolutely um so your podcasts add that extra that extra uh, that following on Twitter and reading online reviews in the local Guardian and other online sites just cannot do. Which is exactly what we're Which trying to do, really. Yeah. Um, that's really nail on the head. That's what we're about. Absolutely. You also added that uh, if you've seen the highs of the 1969-70 season, the 73-74 season, yeah. uh, the 77-78 season, and mostly lows, <laughs> uh, and would and he would still end up going if he still lived uh, in the area. Uh, and just to keep up the good work and good luck to the team this year. Absolutely. So... Thanks for that email, Chris. That was fantastic. Yeah, nice of you to get in touch. And also, at Valencia underscore Orient. Thanks for the podcast. Invaluable to those of us who live abroad. Cheers for taking the time. That's, you know, it's, that's, that's what this podcast uh, is all about, isn't it? It's on. a podcast Nails by Orient here. fans, for Orient <laughs> fans. So, if you know any Orient fans from yeah, abroad... Yeah, new feature. Um, let them know. And yeah, we'll mention them, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, we want to hear from people who live abroad. From what we understand through the club, I think Johnny Davis tweeted something, or no, Tom Noble, I think, actually... Uh, we got Australia, America, well, North America. Of, just by doing this podcast, just by the, what, the seven weeks of doing this podcast, yeah. you know, there's loads of Orient fans in Scotland that I didn't know. Yeah. Scotland's got quite a big following. There's yeah. a few Australians Boatsy, who follow I think us. Up there. Yeah. There's, um, he tweets us a lot. There's he loads. So, you know, if you're on Twitter and you're listening, get get in contact with us. If not, you can email us at orientoutlook at yeah. outlook.com. And yeah, just tell us your story. When you started going, how long have you been going for, where you live now? And yeah, yeah, just, we'll be just a little bit of info so that we can we can mention you. Obviously, we want you to feel part of the Orient community as well. Just because you don't live in the UK doesn't mean you shouldn't be. And likewise, if you don't even live in in the area, let us know where you are, and and we'll we'll give you a mention. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so unless you've been living under a rock, um, and you're listening to this, Leighton Orient had a a massive cup game. Yeah, that, um, we had a way to Premiership Aston Villa, Aston Villa on, on Wednesday night. You know, yep. it was a a big match. We took an awful lot of fans there. I, I don't know. Johnny Davis asked the numbers, but I don't know if that's ever been made I known. I um, haven't seen it. There was 17,891, I think, which isn't a bad crowd for a Tuesday night. No, very good. Um, I reckon we had at least three to four. Yeah, there's a few, definitely a few hundred. All our away end at the top of the Doug Ellis stand was was yeah, it was fantastic. Some great photos online that I saw. Um, so we asked for predictions before the game. We wanted to know how Orient fans felt, if they were confident, if they weren't confident. Um, and at LOFC <coughs> Chaz said, "Yes, I'm confident. I can see a little two-one victory coming on." Dean Cox one of the goals, and Mooney with the second. He was uh, awfully confident. At that yeah, very confident. I'll be there tonight. Come on, you Rose says at Kev Kelly. So the lineups were quite. Um, Surprising for both teams. I, I I expected Villa to put out a squad team. Um, so Villa went with yeah. Shane Given, who's a proven international keeper, bit old but still capable. Yeah. Uh, Baker, Bakuna, Senderos, and Westwood in defence. I think. Yeah. Uh, Joe Cole. No. Um, Kieran Richardson, Kieran Richardson played left back. Yeah. So he Cole. Left back. Um, 
So um, it was Cole, uh, no, so it was Hutton and Richardson, right and left back. Yeah. Then they had Westwood and Baker in the centre. Fine. They had Bakuna, Cole, um, Sanchez Grealish. and Grealish. In midfield. Well, Grealish played off of Bent. Bent was oh, up front fine. and Grealish played off of him. So there's some big names in that. In that. Some, it's a, that some that is almost experience. It's a, a bit old, but it's a bit decent. Yeah. And the O's went with uh, Woods and Goal. Yeah. Uh, as expected, I think, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, at the back, they went with Omazuzi, at right back. Uh, Baldry and Lowry, Baldry Lowry centre, centre back Sawyer left back yep uh, mid we went for Coxie yeah. was that on the left yeah yeah uh, Bartley and James in the centre yeah Pritchard on the right yeah with Simpson and Mooney, Mooney up front, so that, yeah. that lineup was quite surprising at the time because you know he announced <coughs> it no McEnough yeah no Henderson no Clark the no big Vincelo. one you hit an hour on head there for me no Clark yeah, you know, no captain. Captain, fantastic. And no See, the, the thing we got to Villa Park. Uh, got to Villa Park about five half five. And we kept yep. checking checking Twitter. We went to this pub. I think it's called the Witten Arms, where they charge you like two quid to get into yeah. this pub. So they have like this massive marquee out the back where all the away fans go and all the home fans go into yep. the the pub itself. Um, so we got there and and we they got the two plasma screens where they got the Sky Sports news. Good on atmosphere them. in there. Um, it, it it took a while to get it filled filled up to be honest. You were there early though. You made it in good time. Yeah, we left you were there for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, but you were there by half five, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. We made it there by half. Parked up near the ground, like on a residential side road before the ground without restrictions. So yeah, well, have a play more done. Yeah, so Cliff, Cliff, thanks very much for driving, mate. Much appreciated. Big shout out to Cliff. Yeah, the yeah. Orient Podcast uh, official chauffeur. Official chauffeur. Yeah. So uh, keep up good work. 15. Yeah, Cliff. Um, well done, mate. Yep, yeah, no, got us there and back. Knew the way. Um, so yeah, so we went to this pub and um, it started to fill up. It, it you know, was, got talking to people from all sorts. Yeah. Um, but and, and and the surprise when the team was announced was, was that we thought it was probably a we the first comment was a weakened side. Yeah, well, it, on paper that is a weakened side because you're playing with you know. But Bartley. we don't have a weak side well, because it's everything's about rotation. Of course for us it is. Now. Of course it is. And, I, and I've said I like Bartley, but a few eyebrows were raised. A yeah, few, see, a few I'm, eyebrows were raised. At Sawyer. I'm yet well. to be convinced by Bartley. Massively to be well, convinced. Give him time. Give him time. If he gets a decent run, I can see him probably doing quite well. Yeah, but he absolutely. did a few silly th- things in, in the, like giving the ball away cheaply. But cool. Sawyer, we'll, we'll come to the to the game in, cool. in, in so, just a moment. But surprising oh, lineup. Yeah, surprising absolutely. Lineup. Absolutely. Um, so it kicked kicked off. Um, scrappy five minutes. To be fair, um, no one really settled. Um, I thought Gary Sawyer from the first half. Gary Sawyer was. I'm. I'm. Unfortunately, I'm to be convinced by Gary as well. But he was fantastic. Uh, him and Lloyd James was passing was absolutely outstanding. So, you know, massive, massive. Well done to those two guys. Um, slight concern. Lowry in the 26th minute got booked again. So I think that's three and three. three. So Lowry. Slow down. If he friend. carries on five and five, then then we're going to lose Slow him. Slow down. Yeah, yeah. A large portion. Um, so in the 27th minute, excellent save by Worcester and I. Um, Bent. Bent was shocking. Really? Well, shocking. He had so many chances to to bury us. Just confidence. And, and didn't. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly I think it is. And 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 I think also kudos to to Woods as well for doing so well. Um, Lloyd James finds Omazusi in acres of space on the right-hand side on 35 minutes. The cross is met by Mooney, who missed the target from six yards unchallenged. Mooney. Well, we'll come to Mooney later. We'll come to Mooney later. We'll talk to him. Uh, James, uh, just before half-time, James got fouled 25 yards out. Nothing came with that resulting free kick. And Villa got a corner to end the half almost. And, and that was... They did nothing with that. Came, Villa came out second half a little bit more raring to go than us, to be honest. Yeah, well, it was a little bit concerned. To. They're a Premiership team at home against yeah. the League One team. And Lambert's probably given a right kick up the backside. Bet he did. Bet so, he did. Um, and then a minute later, um, Simpson fired a superb ball across goal. Uh, Mooney came sort of fly kicking just in. Just missed it, huh? um, but he just missed. It. If he'd have connected with that, that'd have been tremendous. But he was unlucky though. Not to that get was right. unlucky. Fine. That was purely okay. unlucky. Yep. That you wouldn't have expected him to or anyone to get that. Fair enough. Uh, and then th- a couple of minutes later, Bartley got booked for a needless foul, and it was just silly things like giving the ball away, getting booked unnecessarily. Uh, we had a decent, what well, I thought a decent penalty shout on forty nine minutes yep. when Simpson got sandwiched between two players in the box and went down. Referee was having none of Never it. Never going to give it. Um, Sawyer got taken off a little while later which I thought was a bit harsh to him but I didn't realise that, that he got swollen, swollen knee yeah. so his knee swelled up but you know fair play he was fantastic because a lot of the Villa attack went down the right hand side and, and he coped with, with, with Coxie he coped tremendously well done well. Gary Sawyer 
Uh, fast forward to the 79th minute, um, they, they Aston Villa controlled large portions of it, but we soaked it up really, really but well. But you'd expect them to. Again, an uh, experienced yeah. you know, squad. Yeah. You know, Jack Grealish really tasty. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be a good player in the future. Yeah, absolutely. He was at Notts County last season, but Jack Grealish was really, good. You know, really good. Russ, can you get him on loan? Yeah. Is it worth making a call? You've got contacts now. Give Paul a call tomorrow. Yeah, you know? Paul Lambert, not me. Um, <laughs> or you can give Paul Levy a call give me a call I'll yeah. see if Paul Lambert's about and tell him why um, you aren't going to get uh, <laughs> uh, on 79th minute again Bent was put through and, and he fires wildly over um, and then fast forward nine more minutes and Pritchard puts a perfect I mean perfect curling effort over you've probably all seen the goal by now and Vince Lowe just stands up and just bang straight in who's that? Vince Lowe? yeah what, do you, what, what, do you what not if, mean Vince Lotto? Vince Lotto? <laughs> So that was the bearded wonder, Vince Lotto, as described by Phil Thompson on Sky Sports, yeah. which was a, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, Vince Lotto, trying uh, to foreign him up a little bit. Um, although Vince Lotto would fit in with O for Orient, so actually that doesn't, that's Vince not Vince Lotto. Yeah. I reckon now we call him Romain Vince Lotto. That's fine with me. Brilliant. Um, so we, we that 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 goal came at the end. For those that haven't seen all the highlights or... or, or Two minutes from time, it. wasn't it? It's, it's in the 88th minute. Cliff called it, actually, earlier in the game. What, he said, gonna nick it? we're going to nick it in the 89th minute. Well done, Cliff. So, so he called it, to be fair. Um, but it, we had a bit of sustained pressure just yeah. for that goal. So we were pelting their, their goal a little bit. Well, we, we had a disallowed goal as well, didn't we? We had a disallowed goal, yeah, yes, because Simpson was offside. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we had a disallowed goal already. Um, so yeah, that ended some decent orient orient pressure, um, and yeah, we came out from that very very pleased. Well, I, you know, I think every orient fan would have taken a one 0 victory. Absolutely, yeah, I, I was a bit gobsmacked. Really, it was a massive result, and you actually recorded the last two minutes. Was it last two About three minutes? Three, yeah, the last minute and a half of extra time, yeah. and I just ha- well, obviously everyone was hanging around because all injury the players time. came, yeah. yeah, of injury time because all the players then came yeah, over. Yeah. Clapped us. Coxie was absolutely like, yeah. You I know, bet you he was. See it on Big his scout. face. He was Big like, scout. great experience. You know, gin up, gin up the crowd. So I'm just, we're just playing now about three and a half minutes yeah. worth of. So this is um, recording. Paul Levy's exclusive, full, full time Aston Villa reaction with uh, thoughts and comments, and recording by Mr. Paul Levy. Here we go. to about the second minute of stoppage time here and it's 1-0 to Leighton Orient. Everyone's standing up even though you're not meant to. The ball's with Gary Woods. Goal, goal kick comes over. So Orient have got a throw now with Scott Cuthbert. Looks like we're just wasting time now, running the clock down nicely. Cox is holding the ball in the corner. Oh, I think he tried to smash the ball off the player, but ended up uh, going through to Shea Given, who boots it upfield. Shane Lowry wins that quite comfortably. They're attacking down the right-hand side. What's been given? It's given a handball.
players are now coming over to clap the away support here in the Doug Ellis stand. Fantastic performance to a man. off now to the change room, Lloyd James, Nathan Clark, the captain who didn't play today, Russell Slade, all coming across the cut, the away fans. Mate, I've got to say, that is absolutely fantastic. That, that's was... one of the highlights for my... Uh, Orient Outlook history so far that, that and Lockwood for me are the two yeah. defining moments and you've got a beautiful singing voice well, well. I'm sitting here listening say. to that and it's actually really cringy but just when you're there and it's and you've just beaten Aston Villa absolutely and, and you get yeah. caught in the moment and, and with a few hundred Orient fans behind you all going oh, mental I bet it, it was sounds it, amazing. terrific it sounds amazing brilliant. so, so for those that weren't able to go, it just gives you a bit of an idea about some of the yeah. atmosphere there and, and it sort of put hairs on the back of my neck. I bet again. it did. So, so player ratings, who did, <coughs> who did you feel done well for the So I think to a man, like I said in the commentary there, I, uh, to a man, I think we were absolutely fantastic. I yeah. think everybody deserved a good seven, a decent seven. At least, I would say. Uh, maybe at, at least, get maybe an even opposition. an eight, if, if to be generous. Yep. Um, I think, obviously, Vince Lowe, when he came on, he, he shored up the midfield a bit. Who's that? Um, Vince Lotto. Vin- Vince yep. Lotto, yeah. Yeah, our new midfield wonder, the bearded wonder, yeah. um, scored the goal obviously. But Lloyd James for his passing. Lloyd Gary's... James got a lot of uh, a lot of positivity around his performance. Apparently, spraying the ball around. The oh, he was. Like... He like to pinpoint accuracy. It was tremendous. He, I think, he let one go, but you can accept uh, allow that. In, in... Absolutely, Lloyd James. I've, you know, I'm critical of you at times but when you play massively. well. You know. Fair play. It's like you had an absolute blinder. So well done, Lloydie. Uh, yeah. Give you a clap there, Lloydie James. When he's on, when he's on form, Lloyd done James is, is almost unplayable. Yep. So we've got that. Um, Gary Sawyer, I'm, uh, you know, stand out for me. Um, Lowry Barr in the booking because yep. he played centre-back, looked very comfortable. Yeah, I heard that as well. Um, everybody put... Simpson put in a decent, a really decent shift. Mooney, before he got substituted, was, was chasing stuff down. So... I don't think that's a game where you can give anybody um, rubbish marks for that. Well, so. it sounds like they all put put the effort in. So well done to. Oh, him. it was to a two a man. That, there's no question about it. Absolutely, Lee Swallow at El Swallow seventy four said Shane Lowry was outstanding at centre back. Lloyd James fantastic, and J D Simpson really put a shift in. Exactly, you, you just that's said. exactly yeah. Um, uh, Les K at Les L K fifty two still in shock. Not only that. That we won. Not, not only that we won, but how well we played. Yeah, yeah. no, I absolutely agree. And Crowley, Jay Crowley said, Lloyd James looked so comfortable on the ball. Uh, he has great vision. So, well, again, well yeah. done. It's an absolutely fantastic achievement. And another fantastic achievement yeah. goes Mr. Dean to Cox. Dean Cox. And that was his 200th late night appearance. appearance. Yeah. Round of applause for yeah, Dino. I think so. Well done, Dino. Dino, we don't give out these applauses uh, easily, mate. Willy nilly. So. No, you have to earn the right for that. So, well done. Favourite Dino moment? Uh, for me, it's got to be uh, the playoff at home um, to Peterborough, where right. he just smacked it in and then proceeded to kind of lie down on the turf by the corner flag and get mobbed by hundreds <laughs> um, of those fans who were yeah. just, uh, you know, who were just loving him. So for me, there's many. You know, the goal against Sheffield United last yeah, season as well yeah, was, yeah. was superb hit. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I, I still think Walsall, when he'd lobbed the keeper from the halfway line practically, is, is outstanding. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I think, you know, he will he will, he will will go down as an Orient legend. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's certainly got all the makings of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, Dino, if you listen, you know, get in contact, mate. Now... We, we love you. And also, another, another point to make is that our captain, Fantastic, um, didn't play. <clears> and we kept the clean sheet... Without him, so there's a massive talking talking point point there. 
because Lowry's come in and for him well, and done extremely well. So it's a good headache for Russell to have. have yeah, you know, this is all what it's all about now, though, because we've got that strength in depth now. Absolutely. The thing is, is, is who does he play? What so Lowry, will he ever know what his best? Lowry's been played as a left back so far this season, apart from Villa. So he looked obviously from what I hear, he looks more comfortable as a centre back. So at yes, so at Villa we had two left sided, two left footed players on the left side of defence, which is what you need. Yeah, absolutely. So, so and two right footed players on the right side of defence. So, so is Lowry it now in contention for centre back plays? Because well, no, for me, Omo is a fantastic left back for League One, and Scotty C is a fantastic right back for League One. Yeah. So now is the pressure on. Clark, Clark and Baldry. Baldry, yeah. But saying that, we do love Nathan Clark. He's fantastic. And he loves your Outlook podcast. Hi, I'm Nathan Clark, and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. All right, Nate, calm down, buddy. You know, we gave you a 10 <laughs> Stop <minute>. hijacking us. <laughs> so, you know, big choices for Russell to make there. It's going to be uh, interesting to see what, what he goes with, but I'm sure whatever he does go with, we'll... Uh, We'll support him absolutely and, um, of course we'll support him even if we think right differently yeah. he sees them in training day today he knows how they're feeling what they're all about if they're carrying a slight knock or anything like that if yeah. they're not you know if they're feeling a bit tired or whatever absolutely um, he'll know who to play as his best freshest team that's yeah. what we want it's fresh legs out there every week absolutely so after the that after the villa game the draw was made immediately the, the draws have just been rubbish for this cup i don't know what they're doing so poor they're just terrible um and but, we, to be fair had West Ham have beaten Sheffield United. We'd be playing West Ham at home. So we drew Sheffield United at home. Yeah. But the way they just draw, it's rubbish. Like, it just looks... I didn't see it. I it's was... just not done very well. Um, it's, it's just terrible. So we drew Sheffield United at home, which there's negatives to that and there's positives. Yeah. Obviously, negative, we're not going to an, a, a premiership team or we haven't got a premiership team yeah. coming to us or so a big it's not club. a big tie. But a positive is... It's at home. You look at Sheffield United at home and you go, yeah. well, I fancy that. Yeah. I mean, they, they beat West Ham on penalties. Yeah. But... They're going to be more motivated to go away to West Ham United than yeah, what they're going they to do against Leighton Orient. Yeah. You know, so from that point of view, um, it's a winnable game for us. Absolutely. Whereas if we had Chelsea, if we had Arsenal... Well, they're all winnable, but... Are there any of the others? Yeah. You wouldn't Absolutely. fancy your chances so much. Absolutely. So Steve Hope said the whole draw all round was pretty diabolical. He yeah. wanted Liverpool at home. Well, Steve, if we beat Sheffield United, could end up with Liverpool Absolutely. at home in the one after that. And at Spenno011, uh, you wouldn't have said that if West Ham hadn't have messed it up Absolutely, uh, you know, winnable. Absolutely, so echoing thoughts there as well. But you know, we've gone further in the League Cup than West Ham, the Man United. <laughs> <You know. laughs> That's a really good point. All you glory hunters out there supporting United, come over yeah, to glory. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've, we've done better. Glo- the, glory uh, hunt at Brisbane Road in the League Cup. So that was <laughs> an amazing night. That will go down in Orient history forever. So on well on Saturday yesterday we had Fleetwood away. Yeah. So Fleetwood were current well were at the time top of the league. They yeah. were unbeaten. They played mm-hmm. for one three drawn one. Yeah. Um, and there were questions for Russell to uh, to to answer really you know there's a lot of call after that Villa game again for Woods to come back and go yeah yeah to but, attack because he did well he he was very solid at the back there. yeah and and there were lots of big choices you know should should Lowry have started you know who should the front two have been so we asked a question on Twitter and again got a massive response which is great because you know again that's what we want to use Twitter for for getting opinions from all Orient fans of all ages no matter where you live, um, to feed into us. So we asked about the team. Uh, H. Len Chinnery at Len Chinchin 1 said he thinks Woods should start, but knew he wouldn't. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you saw into the future there, mate, because uh, that's essentially what happened. You just don't know. At J. Lillington 21, you should never change a winning team, but it's all about rotation at big clubs these days. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Tyler Harvey said you, should, you shouldn't even think about dropping Clark uh, and you should play Mooney over Henderson. Yeah, that's a big shout. Big um, shout. At Ian, Manny, Rennie, John. Do you know what that is, by the way? No. They're, that's the Stone Roses. Okay. Musical knowledge coming from the Orient Outlook uh, podcast. Right. Manny, Rennie and John are from the Ian. Manny. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you think you should keep Clark and Dagster partner Henderson. It's a good shout. Dan. Fair that, enough. That starts appealing to me more and more. I thought that Dags, Dagnall and Henderson would be a preferred yeah, start-up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Vince Howard and Vinny... H73 said, stick with the team from last Saturday, uh, though I'd like Simpson to replace Mooney. Yeah, at Tracy Fuller 77, to be honest, I don't care who plays. I would prefer Woods in goal, but give Adam the chance. Yeah, at Andy Hyerson at A Hyerson said, uh, retain the back for the end of Tuesday. Lowry was excellent. So again, another shout for Lowry at centre-back. Yeah. Uh, Hendo up top with Dags. Again, another, another, another call there, for Dags yeah. Hendo. Remain back in to start too. I think that yeah. was a given that Remain would come back in. He was rested. So yes. 
Billy Her- at Billy Herring 3 I'd go with Woods in goal. Same back four as last weekend. Hendon and Simpson up top. Simpson was excellent Wednesday night. He absolutely was. Yeah, Nick Walsh at simply a red 72. He said Slade will play the same side as Paul Walsh, except Pritchard for Mackinough. Um, with Dagnall and Simpson to come off the bench. Uh, at Robert Locke 39 would like to see Woods and Simpson start me too uh, Charlie Hasler at HA51ER said I know he would I know he will but I would love to see Dagnall give it a go Hendo and love Clark but Lowry should be centre back so again another call for yeah. Dagnall Henderson yeah, uh, for Clark to stay and so the team was announced at about 2 o'clock yeah. um, so we had uh, Legends in goal Um the normal four. So I think that is his preferred four. I know we said it last week, yeah. but the same four. So I'm out left back. Clark Ball, you sent backs. Cuthbert, right back. And then in the midfield, midfield. McEnough, James, Vincelo, Cox. Again, I think that's who he thinks is his best midfield. I think that's currently. His, yeah, I think that's his preferred starting and nine. Up, and the two up top. Yeah. Mooney and and, and the Beast Henderson. I think that's his starting. I think that's going to be his preferred starting 11. Unless anyone comes in imminently. Well, unless someone gets injured or is out of form, I again, I know we said last week, but I think that would be the starting eleven. So yeah. that meant the legends uh, came in in goal from the Villa match. Yeah, uh, Clark Nathan came Clark back in back. defense, and Jovi McEnough uh, is recalled, recalled along with Darius. And there was quite a funny um, thing that was going around. You found this on um, Twitter, didn't on Twitter, you? Yeah, that when the Fleetwood announcer was announcing the teams, uh, he called it legends Adam Adam Les Dennis. <laughs> Superb, <laughs> genius. That's brilliant. Uh, if, whoever you are playing it now, so that's brilliant. If you know. in doubt, just make it very English. Adams Les Dennis, <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, Robert Demanda uh, has got it tweets anagrams of the opposition's manager before the match, and an anagram of Graham Alexander is relax, head, Rela- relax, head, ragman. Yeah. So at R Demanda R D E M A N D E R relax, head, ragman. Graham Alexander. Um, so that was good. So good we, player in his time. Yeah, very good. Not that um, long ago. Took a great penalty, to be fair to him. Didn't miss many. Yeah. So we, uh, we're very lucky, actually. We got Our uh, good friend Chris Smith Yeah, uh, was able to help us out. The uh, so long-suffering and big travelling. He done match reports for us against Plymouth. Away. Yeah, he did. And Oxford. So he's followed uh, kind Oxford. of Fleetwood. Oxford, so Oxford? Plymouth. Sorry. Yeah, Plymouth and Bristol. Didn't yes. he do Bristol? Did he do Oldham? I don't know. He's done Plymouth and Oldham. Beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. So Oldham. thanks for that. Um, yeah, should we take it one by one? Yeah, so absolutely. So first fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, hard about watching highlights back to double check, but Legends made a couple of decent saves. Fleetwood were having by far the better of the play, and uh, defence goalkeeper having to go at each other for communication is- yeah. issues. So that I've read about that as well. So Clark and Borgie were having, uh, shall we say, loud conversations with Legends. Okay. Uh, you know, so lack of see the thing is this is the bugbear that I have now slightly with Adam Legends is that when he was interviewed about joining the club by Johnny, he said that he likes to command the box. He did against Chesterfield, mate. I don't know what's happened. I, I, you know, I haven't seen him since. And now we've got this problem. Right. So, so you know, we'll use your voice, mate. Yep. Uh, for the Henderson goal, uh, thirty-five minutes, having previously had two chances to score with headers, it finally goes in. McEnough sends a great ball in, and Henderson powerfully heads home. Keeper might have been able to do Their better. Their keeper should have saved that, yeah. to be fair. But good goal, Henderson. So that, that was Henderson's third league goal of the season. So well yeah, done, Henderson. Good. Took it well. Um, we went into the second half. Uh, in the 55th minute, Fleetwood had a goal ruled out for offside. A uh, shot from the outside of the box. Legend saved it, but only pushed it out right in front of their man. And uh, luckily enough, the guy... Got in, but yeah. it was offside, which was good. Yeah, that was lucky, actually. I saw the highlights. The yeah. extended highlights on Orient player. But... Yeah. Uh, 66th minute, Mooney's flicked header nearly nestles into the corner but comes back off the woodwork. Now, that was actually a real. I've seen the, he, the highlights he had, of that. He was unlucky. That was a really good, good header, and I think really the keeper headers. helps get it onto the bar yeah, he was and it goes out to the side. So that was unlucky, a, a, fl- a uh, flicked header, glancing header. Yep, yeah, so we held out until the 83rd minute and uh, then Fleetwood equalised. Uh, they were getting on top again um, and probably deserved an equaliser. Seemingly half of the Orient defence, but an attack were missed. Uh, ball broke to Dobby. Who finished the ball past the keeper? So, yeah. in the build up to that, McEnough had a good opportunity to tackle. Should have build up to the yep. goal, and then when the play got it, I think he does ball dream, ball, does ball dream quite easily. And like Chris mentioned, and, it, and then the ball goes for Cuthbert's legs into the back of the net. So, bad goal to concede defensively. Yeah, just disappointing that we'd held the lead for so long as well since the 35th minute. Yeah, and to get into the 83rd, uh, 
and lose and it. Into, yeah, but then in the last five minutes, Mooney should really have scored almost after the equaliser, but curled it over and also tried a ridiculous shot a few minutes later when far better options were on. So we haven't seen we haven't seen those two opportunities. And, um, you can't unless you actually we won't, filmed it. So we um we'll come on to Mooney in a minute. So if you were there and have a slightly different view of that or a different opinion, let us know, please. At Orient Outlook. Or email us or in Outlook at Outlook.com. So full time came. Um, you know, point probably fair. Good point with good and frustrating elements of the performance. They clearly had the better of the game for the first fifteen and last fifteen. So again, is that fitness coming into it? Last fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, referee was poor. Simpson had a great chance going forward, um, but the ref pulled it back rather than playing good advantage. Russell was really annoyed by that in the interview as well. He I don't said blame that the ref should have gave it. Should have let it go on. And apparently, the fourth official and the referee have apologised for. Oh, that have mis- they? For that mistake, they apologised to Russell for it. Oh, thanks for that. But that's not going to get us two points back. Exactly. So. You know, we were there or thereabouts. So Russell had to say after the match, they were a better team for the first 20 minutes, uh, but we settled and looked like a good away performance. But unfortunately, we didn't uh, see it out. And also said about Omazuzi, who came off with an injury. Uh, It's too early to say it's a leg injury, uh, but we are being stretched. So, um, yeah, get better soon, Elliot. So that leaves us uh, 14th in the league, but there's so few games played. I still don't think the league table was relevant yet. Uh, We got six points. And the team in first, I've only got 12. So yeah. we're only two wins away from being top. Um, so a few crucial weeks coming up for the O's. Uh, and as mentioned, a big talking point was Mr David Mooney. Yeah, so we put a tweet out on Saturday evening um, regarding this and just to get really people's opinions and, and try and sort of collate some sort of gen- general yeah. general opinion. And again, um, thanks this. for all the feedbacks. We had a, an absolute... Massive, massive amount of feedback, which was just fantastic. So again, we, so, we thank everyone who's been in contact. It's amazing. The tweet was so the Mooney debate rolls on, capable of getting into good positions but can't score. Yeah, it's frustrating all fans. What do you think? So Sasha Owen at Sasha underscore Orient said yeah. he's a key player in my opinion, um, which is no doubt he is. To be fair, and I I actually replied to that saying, but he's not he's you know he's not scoring the opportunities that he's got. Like he's he tries the audacious or the the the, the beautiful curls yeah. and they don't come off. That's what you get. But you got to just give him time, I suppose, and find his feet again. Um, At Gallery Lady One Eight Eight One, that's Anne Sweet Love. He's a workhorse, but needs feeding. Yep. Feed the moons and he will score. Uh, Yeah, but he is fed and he isn't scoring. (laughs) That's the problem. Uh, Chris Bennett at C Bennett Nineteen Eighty Three said, "Build the attack around Henderson. Uh, For me, that means Simpson in uh, and Dagnall working off of him and not Mooney at the moment. So you know." Good shout, maybe, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Robert Locke, again, been in touch with us. Thanks, Robert. Would like Dagnall given a chance with Henderson. Ray Thomas at Spring Lean Et said Dagnall was better suited to get the knockdowns and post a few goals. Uh, but do we just want to hoof it to the target, man? So, again, that's that's what happens with that's what happens. someone like Henderson. You know, do you play Henderson as a lone man with, you know, Simpson and Dagnall running off him? That sounds appealing, but it would be very, one, it would be very direct. I don't know if our fans would want to see that. We did see that at the last home game against Walsall. Where, oh, that worked where, out well, didn't it? That, that uh, goal scoring, nil-nil draw. Yeah, so we literally were hoofing, Clark was literally hoofing it yep. at, from the six-yard box. And friend of the show, uh, at Smish Smorshan. Graham, Graham Levy, Levy, you legend. Should be dropped for Dagnall. Uh, Mooney should be dropped for Dagnall. Uh, and to remind him that he can't assume that he'll always be in the starting lineup. would also like to see Simpson given a try. As he has pace, which Mooney can't provide. Pace is definitely missing up front at the moment. I agree with that. That is bang on, actually. Bang on, that to is, be fair. That is bang on. Uh, Sam Cass 9 said, Hendo missed chances uh, two. two, and Simpson has never been prolific. Now, I've heard this about Simpson, he's never been prolific. Um, he hasn't really. Which concer- concer- a little bit concerning. Even yeah. though he's put a great shift in against Villa in midweek. Uh, Mooney's is very creative and works hard. He shouldn't be written off so, so soon. soon. Which is true. But again, very good point there. Thank you At for that point. Spenno 11 Moon on... Uh, move, sorry, move move on, I think it's meant to yeah. be, and find another striker or give Simpson a go. Yeah, JH at Ian Manny, Rennie and John again said, Dagna was the answer, works his socks off consistently, gets the best out of Moons, who's a proven goal scorer. Him and Hendo to go yeah. next. Uh, I mean, I mean Dagna has been injured, he might not be fit fully so fit, maybe yeah. that's why, you know, m- m- maybe by the time the next league game rolls around, he will go with uh, Dagna Henderson. Reedy, QB9, I love Moons, but the best praise for him right now is that he works hard. Surely that should be a given. Yeah, absolutely. Is should. that enough yep. for a striker to work hard? If he's yep. that harder worker, surely move him into midfield and get someone who scores goals up front. Yeah, at Ollie Pierce, 18, said, I feel like everyone's forgotten his 20 goals last season. We have a playoff hangover, so give us time. Yeah, okay. Mooney last season was on fire. 
for part well, of the until season. January. Until January, Probably. yeah. Uh, but I mean, so many goals he scored. Like we made, we've mentioned in a previous podcast, but you know, your Peterborough away goal, your Swindon away goal, just Colchester at home, yeah. And that's you know, top of your head without even kind of delving into it. Fantastic player, yeah. He's capable of the fantastic on his day, yeah. There you go. Um, Pete Hope at Hopeboy291. Goals will come five games into the season. Getting into good positions. How many strikers hit the net yeah, every game? Absolutely fair point. Mike Brown at Mike Brown Music said, um, I think you're looking at Henderson as first choice and I'd pair him with Lisby. So let's shout out for Lisby okay. Henderson. The only uh, one so far though. I think they will work together as they've got experience. They cert- Well, they've certainly got experience. I'll give you that. You know, yeah. Again, winner will fit. It'll be interesting what way Russ goes with it. Yeah, and Bristol, the final one, Bristol Warren at Matt J. Nash. He was instrument, an instrumental part of the greatest season I can remember. Goals will come. Well, he certainly so, was an instrumental part of that season. So patience. By fantastic. So, it seems to be divide, div- dividing the fans. Interestingly, there was more fans wanting Dagnall in there. Um, that but, seems to be the overriding But like we've said, you know, Russ, Russ is the man. He'll make the decisions and we'll just support him and hope, hopefully it will work out. He knows, um, he's a football man. He knows, he, what, he knows his mustard and he'll put, you know, still doesn't stop, stop us talking about it and offering our own opinions from Absolutely. what we've seen. So negatives uh, from our week. So we've got yeah. three negatives and three positives every week. Um, we've only got two negatives this week. We have. We've, we've racked our brains. Yeah, absolutely. It's a tough one this week. So a negative, uh, which kind of fits into the Mooney argument really, is we think we feel that Russ doesn't know who to partner Henderson with or who his front two should be, if not Henderson. So there's no yeah. doubt for me that Henderson's <coughs> the best forward at the club in terms yeah. of experience, goal scoring, Th- and what threat. he does. Yeah. But Mooney doesn't seem to be able to do... I mean, to be fair, maybe that's a bit harsh. You know, They, they both scored at Oldham away, yeah. uh, but they seem to be finding it hard at the moment. You know... How it's a gelling situation. How would Mooney Simpson do? You know, would he still go for Mooney Lisby? Interesting. Again, it's just because we've got strength this season and we have more options than what we had last season. Someone who hasn't even been mentioned, mate, Sean Bat. He's injured. I know, but when he comes back. Yeah, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? I mean, Bat terrorised some of the defences last season. And the thing about Bat, he's so unpredictable. But he'll come in in like a right wing, like for Mackinough, I think. Yeah, so. Which is a very good shout, though. Well, you know, Batman. Uh, and the second negative was Elliot's injury. So yeah, he got a bruised foot. Bruised apparently. foot, so, so he's going to be soon, monitored. Elliot. Yeah, hopefully well, he's got. He'll probably miss Tuesday, I'd imagine. But then he's got two weeks the next and then next game. So hopefully, yeah, Colchester at home. But um, then the positive from a positive side of yeah. things, Sawyer and Lowry against Villa done very, very well. That that combination, two left-footed players, as we said earlier, on the left side of our defence worked really well. I feel well. that's the benefit of having a strong squad now. So yeah. obviously, you know, we got players fighting for every position at the moment, yeah. and it showed, you know, as well as. Lowry and Sawyer, you had people like Pritchard come in, you had people like Bartley come in. Come in, yeah. Simpson come in, yeah. Woods come in. So in you goal. can rest Vincelo, you can yeah, rest. Yeah, absolutely. So strong squad, very, yeah. very positive. Um, but the thing is, we did really well last season and all teams that, that, that keep the same team do much better than those that keep rotating. Absolutely. Unless you're the Arsenal's or Chelsea's of this one. Absolutely. Um, second positive is now we are undefeated in six games in all competitions, competitions yeah. which is good. You know, we've only lost one doom and gloom season. again around, around you know, from a bit I of perspective. Say, lost, I think. We're unbeaten in six matches, which is brilliant. And we've lost one in seven. And that was our first game of the season against Chesterfield. Absolutely. And so, then, from that perspective, I really think that we need to just be a little bit more positive about absolutely. everything. Absolutely. And, and things will click soon enough. And I think people are tempering this with the fact that last season, um, we kicked off with eight unbeaten. Yeah, that's never going to happen never, again. That's never going to happen Russell again. never kicks off a season like that. Absolutely. And the last positive? Um, the winnable draw in the next round of the FA Cup, uh, of, the, League uh, Cup. of the League so Cup. So not the glamour yeah. tie we was after, but, but a it's very winnable. winnable. It's and at in, home. And then if you win that, then that's when you start seeing the big guns start to come in. Yeah, and playing better players, they're better first team almost. Absolutely. Because it means a trip to Wembley. I'm going to play this because I bloody love this. Hi, I'm Scott Cuthbert and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. What do you see? <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. I had to play it, I had to get it in there. Hero of the week. Is, is, is I feel I feel for me normally I like going against you but I feel um, this week there can only be one hero of the week for yeah. me what about you what are your thoughts yeah no I, I think it's going to have to be our new Italian French guy <laughs> uh, Romain Vincelotto Vincelotto um, because he came on impacted that Villa game and, and scored a tremendous goal and he's got um, a great bid and he's got a cracking beard. I think beards work better in the middle of the park than they do between the sticks. If I'm Slade, I'm saying to Cox, I'm saying to Mackinough, I'm saying to James, no shaving. No shaving until you score consistently in every Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Um, so well done, Romain. the French-Italian guy. I do believe that that's Romain's first uh, hero of the week at the Orient Outlet podcast. So well done, Romain. Yeah, uh, well done. Keep it up. So moving on Next to this game. week, 
We've got Peterborough away in the JPT Trophy. So Peterborough, defending champions. They are. It'd be good to go to their place and knock them out. Yeah, it would be fantastic. They've just signed a new guy from Gateshead. Oh, they uh, always sign a new guy. Like they can go and do one. 300,000 quid. Peterborough, you're always spending money. Go and do one. Um, it's a massive gamble. That could yeah, rise yeah. to £600,000, apparently. Well, I've got, got so much money because of uh, Summer Longer. Summer Longer, yeah. Um, so if you go and have a safe journey up there and chew on the O's as always, it's actually on Sky Sports, isn't it? So... You know, yeah, if you've got Sky Sports, so I'm going to try and Sky Sports. Sky Sports. If you've got Sky Sports, tune in. Um, and we were supposed to be playing this Saturday against Preston at home in the league, which but would have been some... that would have been the bigger Paul Jamie Jones face-off backlash. It would have been. In, but I wouldn't. I'd have just stood there, unfolded <laughs> like that, looking at him. Um, but that's been called off due to Preston's international call-ups. So only Three one game ways. next week, and no league game yeah. uh, until a fortnight on Saturday. So for me, they should all be fit for the next league game. Yeah. You know, well, in terms of the players who weren't fit and who were being rested, right. they should be fit. Yeah. And they've got two weeks to gel even more. Yeah, I believe some of the Northern boys are going back home for for the weekend, but that shouldn't detract from the fact that, you know, they should still be uh, doing all their fitness work as, as normal. Absolutely. Um, so we got um, the transfer window shuts tomorrow at 11 o'clock. So we yeah. haven't been linked with anyone. And it looks unlikely we'll sign anyone um, tomorrow, but the, the loan window still remains open. So maybe... Watch this space for potential news of loans. So we, we, Slade said in his in his post match interview with Dave Victor that there there is a possibility of one more, but I think probably a loan is probably going to be a lot more likely um, than than perhaps a permanent. So we'll see uh, we'll see how that works out. But if you know anything, if anyone is in the know, let us know. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we've gone well over our lot of time, but we're still going to bring you um, Matt Lockwood. the genius that is Matt Lockwood. So obviously we interviewed Lockie, uh, we loved it, it was fantastic, ago. and we promised that we would uh, play his thoughts on the conquering, well, the defining conquering moment, probably of his own career, well, he, as a one-off moment. Well, hear what he says about that, yeah, so interestingly, because uh, we think so, but hear what he says yeah, about so that. Yeah, so this is Lockwood talking about that uh, fateful night against uh, Hull. That and two years later, I guess the playoffs again against yeah. Hull City, and probably your defining Leighton Orient goal. I would say favourite goal for Leighton Orient for that one, that scream in the mm, yeah, it is obviously it is because it was the best goal I've probably ever scored. But I've got other favourite goals that I really like that other people would be like, okay, all right, we'll talk, um, let's talk for your whole goal first, and yeah. we'll come to your favourite favourite goal, yeah, goals. yeah. We'll so, about that. I mean, we were one up at the time, it was quite a tense. Match, yeah, so what's a lot to play yeah, for? So what's he scored a good diving header? Um, that was a very good diving. Great header, header actually. Yeah. yeah, great technique. Um, you know, and it was like you say, it was a close game. But again, it was one one we thought we we could win. Um, so in the second half, the ball's come to me, and I've run with it, and it was very similar to the goal. Um, and I have I have told other people this story, and I passed the ball out wide um, to Scott Houghton. I think it was Scott was 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 out wide, and um, Steve Castle said to me, "Lucky, next time you get the ball, have a shot. Like it really opened up for you, Dave. Like, you know, yeah, if you don't, if you don't shoot, you're never going to score." So, obviously, the next time it came to me, it's opened up again. Yeah, yeah, literally. They, 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 they closed you down. Didn't they? No, no, so you kept all. running, yeah, and not, no one yeah. kind of came out. So to I sort you. of didn't really know what to do with it. So I thought, right, well, there's only one option here. And uh, yeah, let fly, and literally as soon as I hit it, I just knew. I was just gonna say, it was one of those, as yeah, soon I, as it left your boot, I, I just, you could just see it. I, got, I just caught it perfectly. Yeah. yeah, and it just absolutely flew in, and um, you know, it was just one of those moments that I suppose, you know, that obviously it was my defining moment. If any, if you speak, speak to anyone and say, right, Matt Lockwood at Orient, they'll be like that goal. I think it's one of them. I think you got a, a couple. Yeah. But um, but that would be the one because it was in such a big game and it you that's know, the big, big game it was obviously a full house and you know it means such a lot to so many people. Um, again, you know that, that I mean for me that was that opened the door to loads of different things as well. So that so the next night I was then invited on to um, the BBC News. Right. To talk so like yes, yeah, so yeah. I was I was on there talking about the goal. Then that led to me being invited to host Soccer Sunday um, okay. on ITV London. Um, you know, and it, and and then that then goes, and then now I'm you know doing a bit of commentary work, and it sort of yeah, you know, yeah. like says so, so that got that was like all. a catalyst, of course, it, because that got me an interview on the TV. So then when I was on the TV, they realised I wasn't a, you know your stereotypical stupid footballer yeah, yeah. string a sentence together. Yeah. So then they were like, actually, I could see so you doing something this, in, yeah. Yeah, in, in the industry. Obviously, I've got the perfect face for radio, so maybe that's why <laughs> I've, I've, gone, I've gone down that route. But, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those where, you know, if I hadn't have scored that goal, 
would I? I wouldn't have then got invited on TV. Yeah. I then wouldn't have got invited on that TV show. I wouldn't have done those interviews. And those doors wouldn't have opened. Of course, that's yeah. the thing. And and you know, it was uh, you know, it was a, it was a special goal. And every time I see it, it still you know it makes me want to burst into tears. But no, it still you know it still sends a massive shiver down my spine. Um, and something that I'm you know extremely proud of that I, that yeah. I sort of yeah. You know, well, that was Matt Lockwood speaking about that goal against Hull. And yeah. the Matt Lockwood interview will be available as a whole interview from later in the week. Yeah, um, two hours and six minutes worth. Two hours, six minutes. We're not going to cut it because we don't want to cut it, just, it it's essentially. Not, he but, talks so much about his life. It's But it's amazing. Not Generally, it. it's you know, lovely guy. Proud of his orient day. Funny proud guy. of his whole career. Funny guy. Definitely worth listening to for any orient fan. I found it quite fascinating. You know, I've listened to it back a few times since we've done it. Mm. Um, I thought it was just amazing, you know, to yeah, do so. Brilliant. Once again, thanks, highlight Matt, Matt Lockwood. Yeah, cheers, um, buddy. And hope you enjoyed that whole. And as I say, we'll let you know when that comes out. So we've got a podcast for over fifty minutes, which we this kind of about never to do. Unprecedented. To be fair, though, there was loads to cover off this week. Next yeah. week's will be half hour bang on one game. Few things to talk about. Yeah, half unless, hour when next week we'll go back to normal. Loads and loads, but it should be around. Unless half we hour. sign Messi, Bell, uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo uh, by the transfer and window. Rodriguez and Rodriguez. Yeah. Fantastic. That won't happen. So thanks for listening to us. Thanks for listening to our dulcet tones. And we hope you like what, <laughs> uh, what you've heard. If you have any opinions yeah, or any you disagree with us, or feedback at all, um, please keep interacting with us at Orient Outlook or email us. Not that many people do, to be fair. Well, um, Outlook at Outlook.com. Um, and also reminder that we want to hear from exiles, expats, anybody Fantastic. that isn't in and around the area that can't get to games, that listens to the podcast, that keeps abreast of what's going on. Please let us know and don't forget about the Facebook groups also. Yeah, so if you went to Villa and Fleetwood last week, well done because they're absolute missions. Um, so well done. And if you're going to Peterborough, have a safe journey and hopefully you can cheer the O's on to a good cup win. That's Up it. the O's, Paul. Take care. See you next week. See you next week. Up the O's.